Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
And joining me right now is Mr. EA Kowetting. How are you, sir? I'm doing spectacular. How about yourself, Michael? I am fantastic. I'm feeling great. I'm excited to uh, finally be talking to you again. And I believe the last time we spoke, I believe you were co-hosting the show with me. Mm, you know, uh, I got to tell you, so I've thought a lot about that show. Really? And, yeah, because this was uh, our show with uh, with Michael Aquino. That, that, right. If, if we're thinking about the same thing. And, yes. And that really has, you know, one thing is is that man is a, a legend in my world and, and, and I think uh, really did some yeah. good work in, I think, exposing the positive side of what all we all the different faiths and religions can bring because there was you know as soon as he linked himself up with satanism he, he got i mean some of the most intense backlash uh completely undeservedly being accused of of pedophilia and and, and all kinds of things and he had to fight his entire life i watched this man fight that the 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 good fight of of really standing up for the truth and exposing the truth and uh, and the advice that he passed on, one of the pieces of advice, because I, spe I specifically asked him in that show, you know, what do you have to tell us, you know, young Satanists coming mm. up? And he said, he said, keep your heads down. And that that was chilling to me. That was chilling to me because I, I, at first I was thinking, what's this guy talking about? Keep your heads down. He he saw what I'm now seeing, and this is Satanic Panic 2.0. Oh, We're seeing, yes. seeing a lot of the, the things unraveling at the seams. And, uh, and and it's kind of getting scary out there, and I think he saw it, and I hadn't seen it yet, but I definitely see what he was talking about now. Oh, yeah, and that's one of the questions I did have to ask you here, and we'll go over all of that as we make our way. But once again, thank you so much for being a part of the, uh, the program, Mr. E.A. Kowetting. And, of course, yes, we were referring to the interview that we both conducted with Dr. Michael Aquino. That was a great time with both of you, by the way. It was. It, it, it really was. Um, it was a remarkable conversation. It was, uh, you know, a dream come true for me, just as far as being able to actually interact with with a person, like I said, is a legend and a hero to me. Um, and, you know, and it really is it really is amazing because when you when you listen to Michael Aquino, when you actually read his books, when you when you speak with him, he he's probably one of the most upstanding people I've ever known. Exactly. Or even known of. And 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 it it was it was really required I think at that time for for the representative of Satanism to be that. And and he he held that flag really well. You know, I still get comments all the time and emails and what have you about that interview that we did with him. Mm. It gets brought up all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, and it was a it was a um I, I I could be mistaken, but I think that may have been his very last interview. I think it might have been, to be honest. And so that that, that what an honor for me that adds another chilling chilling factor to it, where you know it was the last conversation, and 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 he had some sobering things he was seeing with politics, but also on the on the social front, the religious front, and we're seeing a lot of that coming to fruition now. That we are. All of it is coming full circle, and once again, I'd like to do another one of those with you in the future. Uh, my listeners enjoyed your take on things, and I think we did well together on here. No, I'd be, absolutely be open to it. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. And um, Eric, I mean, the last time we talked, the world was, um, you know, it wasn't quite like it is right now. And my God, the last time I looked up, I, I looked into what you were up to, and, you know, I typed your name in, 
And holy shit, I recently discovered there was a horrific incident that occurred back on uh, June 2020. And mm-hmm. you were basically thrown under the proverbial bus for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when I, uh, that, I think that's a pretty, pretty common understanding with anybody who's actually seen the reports that, that it's obvious that this is a, this is a complete slash piece. And, and, and we'll talk about that and why, why that, uh, you know, came about and why, what this attack is all about. But, uh, um, but it's obvious, it's obvious just from the face value looking at it. Well, wait a minute, you're, you're making stretches that aren't, aren't there. But to kind of back up for anybody who hasn't heard about this, which I'm sure a lot of people maybe haven't, uh, back in 2020, this, um, this young man, uh, that was obviously having severe mental health issues. Um, you know, that's, an, that's another part of the, uh, what I believe to be the apocalypse we're in the middle of is a lot of people are going crazy. They're going insane. He's just one of many. One of one of the many, and it's a it's a, a weekly thing to turn on the news now and see a, see a mass shooting. Uh, this is um, this is really a, a terrifying time to live in, and 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 you know we'll get into this a bit later. I don't think it's accidental either. I think that this is a very purposeful. Uh, um, there, there have been. Uh, Division has been seeded in just the right ways to make a lot of people hate each other where they normally wouldn't. You know, um, it's really uh, it's really disturbing to see. You know, Americans are, are have never been at more at war with each other. I, I, you know, we are we are absolutely leading to a civil war, but it's not just on this continent. We're leading to some pretty pretty heavy div- division that I think is um, not accidental. Absolutely, it's manufactured, no doubt. This is all part of someone's agenda, it seems like. And For sure. My God, this, yes. We, we, this, we're this so heavily true. divided, as you said. It, it's, ne- it's never been quite as uh, dire as it is now. Mm, right. Well, and you know, and that's, that, that's the thing is that, that there is an, evol- an evolutionary advantage to, to being cautious of, of people you don't know and be, being cautious of people that aren't like you. But um, and, and so we have that instinct and, and, you know, we can evolve out of it. Absolutely. And I think for the most part, a lot of us really have. But then the, 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 for, for certain, the corporations, the, the, the marketing corporations specifically and politicians know how to tap that to, to, to get the reptilian brainstem to wake back up and to get us to hate each other. That way we vote for the right party and, uh, or buy the right product. And it's, um, yeah, it, it really is. It's, it's the weaponization of our own minds against us. Uh, you know, I see this with social media, with every aspect of, uh, every aspect of media. Every aspect of media that's not that's not an open conversation like we're having. I Absolutely, think this, is really, this is the only way to, to actually come to any understanding of truth is to sit and talk about it. And TV is the ultimate weapon. It's definitely used to install fear in you and what to think and what not to do. But it doesn't really teach you how to think, though. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when the television was first invented, the uh, the the leader of China, for the from the story says, as soon as he heard about it, he says, we need to have one of these in every household. This is the greatest weapon of mass mind control ever, and and we have we're living that now. Yep. But to go to go back, this this disturbed fellow. Yes, sir. Uh, he um killed two, I believe, two women. Two sisters. That, two sisters. Okay, yeah, and. Uh, uh, did this as part of a, a, a really, uh, 
a really ch- I'm, the only word I can think of is childish packed with the demon Lucifuge Rofakale. And I say childish because it's not rooted in any kind of understanding of metaphysics or even of what's possible. For instance, he's got an absurd amount that, that he wants to get through the lottery. Right. Never, never once have I ever advised, nor would I advise somebody to use the lottery to try to make money. It's, uh, you know, there are a million ways that you can use magic and that you can even mundanely make yourself some money, and the lottery's not one of them. Um, it, it's, it's actually... The lottery is a is basically a tax on people that can't do math and understand that odds just are not there. Um, and so, and and it is you know the lotteries were first implemented uh, really as as the way for the states to be able to tax the poorest people. They, you know they basically they had written off all the taxes that the wealthiest were were on paper being taxed the most, but they had to create a loophole that would still get. The, poor, the poorest people who are usually going to be the least educated and the most willing to try things that are that are uh, really hopeless ventures to try to get that. So anyways, that was built into his path. He wanted to win the lottery. Uh, he also wanted to, you know, I, 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 I looked over his path just enough to go, oh, this is obviously nothing that's really magical at all. This guy's not actually engaged in anything that's ritual magic or Satanism. He's engaged in complete psychotic delusion. Well, that's uh, that's that's not the stretch that the BBC decided no. to take with this. No, not at all. And just, so, just, just to quickly add here for those um, wondering about all this. Um, by the way, if, if you don't already know this, a lot of people who actually win the lottery, you know, they end up losing it all or something tragic happens to them. So be careful what you yeah. wish for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and, and, and you do see uh, an instant disintegration of that person's personal life. That the, their friends, their family, all turn against them. That's right. It's, it's not, and, and you know, wealth, wealth, wealth is not the uh, the best goal to have with anything. It's not really the end all. Um, no. Unfortunately, no, it, it, and and it can come and go. You know, I've had moments of having a lot a lot more money than I knew what to spend, and I've had moments of trying to figure out how to pay the bills, and that's not what makes me happy. That's right. So. And now you are getting the Alex Jones treatment. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, and that's that's exactly uh, well. Besides the lawsuits, luckily I you know I haven't done anything that could even be construed as illegal in this case. This um this fellow because he because he had written this patch to Lucifuge, and I have recently written a book and released a book on Lucifuge. Um, that that was really the only connection. Well, the and then he had visited my forum, which is open to anybody. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to give any credentials. You just go sign up for an account, and you can post it. And you're in there, forum. yeah, yeah. And so this fellow come on came onto my forum. He asked a couple honestly jackassy questions that didn't make any sense to anybody. And then he left. And then about two years later is when he committed these murders. He was a lurker, in my opinion. He he was just mm-hmm. lurking the whole time. Yeah, but the uh, so the BBC got this story and they they basically said he was he was inspired and motivated by me, and uh, besides you know again the we have we don't have any um uh we we combed through all of our all of our routes of people being able to access my videos on YouTube my newsletters he wasn't getting any of this mm-hmm. he was not in no way interacting with anything I was actually putting out. So the BBC writes this story to, to, to link it that he was definitely inspired by me by, by you. my works. Yeah. Now, the uh, the fun inside story is one of one of my 
really loyal fans works at the BBC in the printing uh, area. Oh, so they gave you a heads up. <laughs> well, so she saw this coming. She saw yeah, it coming yeah. off of the print, and mm. she uh, she looks at it, and she, says, she went to her editor and says, look, this story is completely bogus. Uh, I know this guy. I've been following his works. This is this is co- the complete opposite. Yeah. Her editor said it's already been paid for. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so 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 now. Uh, okay. So so then the uh, the author of that uh, that report mm. uh, then, then took it on himself to to take his own report that he had just written and take that to all of my social media accounts and say, see, this guy is bad. Here's this report saying so, using his own report that's completely no, nothing is verified on his report, nothing is actually documented, or he has absolutely no evidence, but he's using his own report successfully, like you said, Alex Jones treatment, uh, and and at first it does just seem like this rogue BBC uh, editor and, and uh, journalist going to town, but um, but as soon as I heard that it was it was paid for, that really set off the alarm bells. Okay, who? And this isn't the first time I've seen this. <clears throat> Excuse me. With um, when I started seeing a lot of the memes pages coming out on me, that were people make fun fun memes of of me making fun of me in every which way. Right. Uh, it, it, I I started. Uh, well, I actually had somebody pull me aside and say, "Look, that's those aren't people having fun. Those are people being paid." Exactly. To, yeah. And and so there is there is an absolute agenda. That's a campaign against you. Mm-hmm. And and you know and to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, the entire time that I was on YouTube, that I was being allowed on Facebook to 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 talk, I I was really surprised that the system let me just do my thing. I was really surprised that it took them that long to shut me down because I am absolutely exposing secrets of power. I'm taking things that have been hidden in the Vatican, things that were hidden by the Knights Templar, things that are hidden by every every secret society around today, and I'm taking those and just giving them out to the public. So I figured at some point at I was going to get some backlash. <laughs> and and yeah, and then the day actually came. And what what's crazy is, you know, they remove you Yet they still have, you know, questionable material on YouTube all the time. I mean, let's not even mention, you know, rap, for instance, and, you know, what's being advocated there. Oh, you know, (laughs) I mean, it's a little it's a little funny to me, but, you know. One and and even even with that, this is we're reaching a really scary point. See, I'm I'm a. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a patriot. I, you know, when I, I, I signed up for the Marine Corps when I was 17 years old and, uh, I really, you know, I was a boy scout. I've always really been patriotic and I believed in what the United States of America was about. And I am terrified that everything that's in that, that, that constitution is just being lit on fire right now. That, that you, you literally can't, you don't have the freedom to say what you want to say. And it's not just a matter of, uh, that they shut down your Facebook. That's fine. Shut down my Facebook. I also had my retirement accounts returned to me. Really? I also ha- I'm I'm not able to rent an Airbnb. Oh wow! So so, so uh, there are certain hotels I can't rent at now. So so what this what's happened? And this is something Alex Jones is trying to alert people to as well. That that this is the full institution of what's known as the social credit score. So we've been really afraid that China is testing this out and someday it'll be here. No, it's here now. I hope you people are listening. It's happening. It's, and and it, it and it is. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I I think that myself. I look at everything that I've done. And I have done. I, I have a completely clear conscience about what I put out into the world. I look at Alex Jones. 
Well, I'm a little questionable about him, but I think that he's doing what he feels is right. And as far as as far as Sandy Hook, I don't know that he was wrong in anything that he actually said. And so I'm looking at this, going, well, "What's going on here?" There, there is a massive attempt to um, straight up to, silence people, if, to silence people, yeah. and to, to 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 make you know with with this Paul Pelosi thing. I'm not I'm not necessarily questioning the narrative. But I'm really interested in the fact that you can't question the narrative. That's right. The fact that you can't really talk about it um, without uh, facing any uh, scrutiny yourself is never a good sign. And, of course, that that whole story makes zero sense to me, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it makes sense if you if you can look at it outside of the story they're trying to tell you. Well, right. Exactly. Can, I, can, I can draw my own together, conclusion. But... Yes, exactly. Yeah. What? I mean, I mean, but then again, exact same thing. When when I was um, I was in seventh grade when uh, Oklahoma City bombing happened. Oh, okay, yeah. And right right away, I'm looking at it, going, okay. If you turn the the dial down, you can't hear what the reporters are trying to tell you. It's very clear what happened here. Uh, you know, and sa- same thing with 9/11. Same thing with all of these major events. It's like, right. wait a minute, we, what you you know. Uh, January sixth, uh, same thing. What you're telling us happened is not what happened. Yeah, we are being uh, told half truths or At just best. bold lies. So, so now here's the fun part, though. I, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I had a. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I have a choice to make, you know, that this is trying to silence me. Do I just go back to cabinetry? And I, I'm going to be honest, I had a really great life in cabinetry. I made good money. I came home and clocked out and nobody bothered me and it was great. And so I kind of thought, you know, that that's there for me, but gosh, I love a good fight. <laughs> so, well, right. so, so I looked at that one, you know, well, they're using a technology that I don't understand. And, you know, I, I understood using technology like Facebook, YouTube, which was funny because now that I look at it, those are completely free. Anybody can sign up for it. They don't really cost any investment at all. It's just a completely free way of just putting your mind out there. Okay, that's not what's being used against me. What's being used against me are paid attacks. Okay, cool. So let me start seeing how this works. So I bought myself a bundle. I think it was like 10 um, press releases. This is my first time in my life ever getting a press release. Uh, so I'm asking all kinds of just newbie, newbie questions of the, the people helping me with this. But they helped me just write up some press releases and I just advertised different products. Just so I, I could learn how to actually just get stuff out there. And it's, I, I, I didn't misuse this technology, but I saw how easily it could be right. for, me, for me to write an article that's completely bogus, no facts at all. I could uh, uh, easily just cite somebody, make somebody up, make up a phone number and, a, and an email address is all you need for a citation. And it's about 500 bucks to, to, to put an article out there that gets seeded into some of the biggest papers. Yeah, it just gets plastered all over the place. And yeah, and, and there doesn't have to be a speck of truth in it. And so that really has brought me, I, it, it's made my, my engagement with the news a different thing that I look at the news now and every article I see, I'm looking, who paid for this? Yeah, it came from somewhere. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
but the uh you know one one of the things about being shut down this is this is one of the big things i think uh really irritated people about alex jones is you can get shut down on facebook and youtube and twitter and and that really doesn't matter it hasn't really affected my ability to do my business to live my life uh, and that's where it gets scary is they saw that alex jones had a similar thing okay he started streaming videos from his own website doing his own thing that's really cool that wasn't enough and so they wanted to make sure they came after him and specifically i was paying close attention to his uh his so-called trials and uh and the thing that they kept saying is we've got to shut him down we've got to silence him yeah make him make him not able to speak anymore that uh that's terrifying because that is becoming the norm it's becoming the new norm the new normal and that's exactly what they want to do uh, to all of us now that's that's the goal now it's it's pretty crazy and by the way the the report from the bbc stated that daniel hussein 19 killed uh, biba henry and nicole smallman in a park in wembley north london by the way and they're saying he was an active he was on an uh, an active occult form run by you um and they're saying whose writings have encouraged murder boo scary yeah, yeah. The BBC revealed. So, yes, uh, Hussein was jailed for life on Thursday. Uh, that's when the article, you know, back when this article was written. And uh, must spend at least 35 years in prison. What? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm did, reading here. Did you did you say 35 or 3 to 5? No, 35 years in prison. Even even that. You can that's stab crazy. two people to death and only do 35 years in prison. 35 years. So, if you have uh, maybe someone that you don't like. I'm gonna get 35 <laughs> years. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm not saying. That I'm saying that. Yes. <laughs> Eric is not saying that. I'm saying that. By the way, for the record. Um, um, but yes. But, but, but you know, and, and really, <laughs> um, this this did cause me to to kind of take a step back and and evaluate. You know, where where do I stand? And really, where I where I do stand is if um if somebody has offended you, or specifically if somebody is attacking you and they won't stop attacking you at that point i do think that the use of baneful magic of black magic to to curse that person to make them leave you alone is perfectly acceptable um you know obviously if somebody comes to your home to try to hurt you i think lethal force is you know any force you can can to stop that person is fine but uh but if you've got a grudge yeah, I, I, I've got no issue with somebody reaching out with black magic to maybe harm that person or teach that person a lesson. Never in any circumstances should you break the law and go go actually physically harm another person. Yeah, so for the record, you're not advocating anyone to go physically harm someone over a dispute, in other words. No, and you know, and here's here's part of the reason that I actually would recommend a curse is um the that in a curse, you're going to release your energy. Usually you're stabbing some sort of doll or something like that. You're doing something that actually gets your aggression out of you. So that's the first positive thing that it does because that's, that's, that, that's a poison that you have inside of you and it gets it out. And then in my view is, is that then, then there is a balancing of energy. If that person has actually wronged you, that's going to be balanced out. And, and you know, it basically does invoke what most people will call karma. It makes the, that energy balance out. I, I become restored and that person usually has to lose something. And, uh, and so, uh, so, I, so I do feel like there's the, that that's the, 
for me, the morally justified way of really handling it when I can't, when I can't let something go, when somebody has really offended me to that degree. Most people would think that cursing people is a no-no. I, I think that's a, I think that's a pretty good way. So far, it's legal too. Well, yes, it's also part of um, ritual magic. I mean, you know, there's plenty of times you write something and you draw something and then, you know, you fold it and you burn it. You know, there's all sorts of things you do. For sure. We, you know, and a lot of people have, uh, a lot, I've spoken to so many people who've done this without really the use of magic that they'll, they'll start really just being filled, filled with hate towards someone. And they'll intentionally start wishing that person evil, and uh, and that that those things, you know, I used to I used to have uh, a girlfriend that she was really kind of a nasty person, and she she uh, was a succubus, <laughs> you know, pretty much. When when you know somebody would cut her off in traffic, or whatever, she'd say, uh, "I hope you die in a fire." Whoa, like, oh, it's whoa, pretty dark. Whoa, yeah, and and that was a constant thing, and I'm like, you know that whether that person dies in a fire or not, that's generating a lot of negative energy around you. Yeah. And there is a potential that, 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 you know, that is going to catch if it, if you've got enough hatred behind you and you're spewing those words out, I have seen that do more devastation than an actual ceremonial curse. Yeah. It comes back to you. It's, I mean, it, and it not only does it come back to you, but the thing that you become to release that it's, you know, it's that, and, and that's not normal, though, to have that much uh, vitriol and hate. It's uh, not. It's not normal. Well, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, Michael, is, is that uh, the pursuit of the kind of power that you can achieve in black magic, this, that's not a normal pursuit. Uh, you know, just about everybody, not just about every single person that I know that's drawn to the left-hand path of the occult all come from traumatized backgrounds that this is an overreaction an overcompensation for a loss of power early on in life that's also how i feel about those who are overly religious as well it is you know you're leaning well you know so it's the same so, thing in my opinion you know you're both both yeah. uh whatever side of the coin you're on satanist um christian whatever religion it's all the same thing you're all everyone out there you're you're all hoping for something to happen and people will go the the distance to get what they want. That's what that's what happens. You know, you're always wishing for something, um, no matter if it's uh, you know, make me rich, um, hear my, uh, um, heal my my cancer, um, you know, wh whatever. Yeah, it's all the same thing. You're 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 conjuring these things. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and that and and I'll tell you what that is a definite that is the trap of all of it is is uh, is. Um, specifically for people who are on the path of black magic or witchcraft is feeling like you can only engage your spirituality if you have something to ask for. And that's something I've really had to consciously veer away from. And I'll just enter into my, my temple in my home, light a candle. And I don't, I'm not asking for anything. I'm just connecting. And I think that's, that's the more, uh, and, but, but there is, there is something, uh, you're, you're onto something though, with the extremely religious and the extremely magical people who are pushed to these extremes. I, I think it is rooted uh, well, I don't know that I would say it's rooted in a trauma because here's here's where I I don't know that it's the the effect of the trauma um, or or if the trauma is um, mm. awakening the mind, opening yeah. you to things. And I, I know that in my childhood traumatic experiences, I had to find sure. some yeah. some place to go to, and and somehow that benefited me. Right, and you know that's also how I view. Uh... The Satanic Bible, to a certain degree, it's like a self-help book 
in a way. It's all about self-perservation and becoming your own sort of congregation in a way. It is, you know, <laughs> you know, in in really looking at it, I was uh, uh, 16 years old when I when I was really thoroughly investigating the Satanic Bible. And uh, I remember having a, a discussion with my mom about it. It was one of the first times she ever actually wanted to know what I was up to. Mm. And, and so, so you know, talk, talking to her about it, yeah, here, here are some of the things. And I just went through the, uh, you know, I think it's nine satanic statements. And these are kind of like, uh, you know, what would be compared to the, the Ten Commandments. Uh, um, it's kind of the nine values that you live by. And, and, and they are really um, – humanistic and that's actually what she said at the end of that conversation she goes you know he shouldn't have called it the satanic bible it should be called like the human bible because it really is kind of a map on how to be human without without all these uh um religious and social structures right but but there is something here's here's the thing this is what i i believe that uh, dr aquino was really on to is um and 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 Levey didn't didn't want to be too loud about this. Is that they did presence the Prince of Darkness? That they did these rituals, and it's not just psychodrama. That 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 it's not just humanism. That they actually met with Satan. That's what some people believe, mm -hmm. no doubt. Yeah, you know, and the, and there are definitely people who have come in the Church of Satan after and have. Uh, are putting out this message of, of that this is uh, this is all you know psychological that Satan is is not a real figure he's part of ourselves I think he's definitely part of ourselves especially as we become more and more Satanists he is within us but um, but that that he is also an independent being with his own agenda right right and you know Eric we'll we'll go over the trial just a little bit here. Um, just, just to get it out of the way really quickly. Oh, for sure. I, I just to add some more backstory. The, the trial heard of a demonic pact, and that's what we were talking about. Yes, this demonic pact in which he committed to sacrificing women in return for money and power. Mm. And, of course, Eric, you know, they, they listed um, a few drug and uh, weapon charges on, on you. Oh, yeah. But in, <laughs> yeah, I've been a bad boy. But in my, <laughs> But, yes, but in my opinion, that's part of life sometimes. You know, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll tell you what. It's it's been it's been part of my life. I uh, uh, when I exited the Marine Corps, the uh, the brotherhood that I kind of got associated with right away after that was the Mexican mafia, and uh, got into you know trafficking drugs and uh, whatever. And so I, I got into I had a pretty wild life when when I was um, well in in two thousand. Three, my daughter was born and that changed everything I was on a path of complete not just self-destruction but I was absolutely becoming a, a danger to everyone around me and then my daughter's born and it completely changes my life I had I, I, I that was the fork in the road that I just couldn't resist and yeah she's still to me you know she's she's here I'm a single father raising her for for 17 years now about to put her through college and and it's been the best uh, best choice ever for sure because I was going down a remarkably dark path and I think that has allowed me to be able to to understand where people who are hopeless are coming from uh, you know that's that's one of the big things because a lot a lot of things that they were able to look as the BBC is doing this digging, they're able to yeah. look into some of the things that I had written when I was 18 years old and I was angry and I wanted to blow the whole world up for sure. And I was hoping for, for a disastrous apocalypse. And, uh, and so they were able to, to, to pull that and like, yeah, no, that that's a very real part of who, who I was. And because of that perspective, I found out 
that's not the way to go. The, the, there, is, there is a path to power, there's a path to individuality, and you should walk that path, but that path does not lie in destruction. But I, that, that wouldn't be a message that I could even understand myself had I not seen it face to face and had to look the other way, I had to turn and make another choice. And, you, and so I'm yeah. going to be 100% honest with you. I myself have, have, have had the craziness of thoughts to go, to go do horrible things. Like this young man did. Sure. But, but, but you don't do it. But you don't act I, out in, in, no, the, yeah, in that and, way. And, and you know what? And, and I'll tell you what, for, for myself, when I have found myself getting to that frightening point, I have very successfully asked for help. That I've gone to therapists. I've, I've gone even to religious leaders and churches I don't belong to and said, help me. And people will help you. You just have to ask for it. That's another thing with this Daniel Hussein. He, 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 there were many opportunities for him to be helped. He didn't want help. It seems like that might, that is definitely the case. And uh, furthermore, just like Alex Jones, just like uh, Andrew Tate, just mm -hmm. like uh, Nick Fuentes and uh, many more, you now have been removed from basically all of social media, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, you know, and I, I have to ask, and I hope this isn't too personal. Yeah. Um, but how is your daughter taking this? I'm sure she heard already. And, you know, I always wonder about everyone's like family, you know, like, you know, like Alex Jones and yeah. um, Andrew Tate and all these other people, how their family perceives some of the things that are written about, you know, the, their old man or their friend, their uncle or whatever they are in their family. Um, so obviously your daughter knows about all this, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so. One of the um, one of the things that's been really, really valuable to me. Yeah, it's also kind of hurt me in some ways. Is that that I did, that I am extraordinarily honest, and so that that's hurt me in the fact that it, you know there there are negative things you can find about me because when I've had those thoughts, I put them in writing and I publish them to the world. Right, and uh, and so uh, you know that 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 honesty goes so much deeper with people in my personal life. Yeah, that, exactly. Yes. Uh, to, to the point, you know, <laughs> to the point that everybody around me is kind of uncomfortable because I just tell them everything. And so, so with my daughter, I actually had, you know, she, she knew about this, you know, just as quickly as I did. And I just sit her down and say, here's, here's what's being said. Here's the reality behind it here and, and, and kind of dissect it. And so, you know, with that, uh, the people who actually know me have no, you know, they, that they see through this. Anybody that's actually had any interaction with me sees through this. Um, and so, so that is, you know, the, the, the main thing I've seen, and, and even people who don't know me, most strangers who have never heard of me in their life that are seeing the, the news reports that have come out about this, yeah. they're looking at me just going, this is completely bogus. The only people that are really jumping on it are people that already were geared towards that agenda. And that, and that, that is what the, the media and social media is becoming, is, is a place that people can go to, to validate themselves rather than to actually have conversations. But as far as... As far as the social media aspect, um, that was that was one of the biggest blessings uh, in my life. Um, I do I do honestly feel like that was Satan answering a prayer of mine, where I uh, I was being driven absolutely crazy by Facebook and YouTube, and by by the fact that everybody thought that I was always accountable to them. That if they asked a question, I had to answer it. If they if mm. I posted a video, <laughs> yeah. you know that they. they 
the whole thing was 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 out of control and i actually very intentionally had a moment where i had invoked satan and i said look i need you to get whatever it is what i don't care if it costs me money i don't care if it costs me relationships whatever it is that's driving me insane get it out of my life and and about a week later i lost my facebook a week after that i lost my youtube and at first that was pretty devastating but that's actually been one of the best blessings in my life because it does it does distract you from real reality having your phone in your hand looking at it scrolling through wondering what other people are thinking what they ate for dinner how they feel about you looking to see if they gave you a heart or if they gave you a thumbs up because a thumbs up's not enough anymore for people it's got to be a heart because a thumbs up now means like middle finger <laughs> it's it's, That's it's funny. like it's a whole a whole ecosystem of neediness and just being able to to cut away nation. from that yeah yeah being forced to 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 not interact with that cuz because my my whole <laughs> Since the invention of Facebook, the entire time I'm on it, I was going, I, I hate this. I don't want to be doing this, but I have to for my brand. I have to for my business. And when that rug got yanked out from me, well, okay, now I don't have to anymore. And it was actually the best blessing of my life. I'm happy to see that. Before. Yeah, I could see that. No more answering all these questions that people had for you and they expect you to answer. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I have... Um, migrated my entire video library almost a thousand videos over from uh youtube is now on odyssey just odyssey at ea coetting so that's all there and i do a weekly uh live chat every wednesday at uh noon um noon mountain time so uh so i am available for questions if people have questions but it's like in that window of time, you know, and then I'm going to, to log out and I'm going to spend time with my daughter. I'm going to go, you know, garden in the backyard. I'm going to do things in the real world because that's what's that's what's really important. And, and there is I, there is a really concerning thing I'm saying where with meta, with uh, virtual reality and, and, and the, everybody's doubling down on the, the uh, on what they can do with social media. It, it seems like there's an attempt to try to make the virtual world seem like it's better than this world i that's, agree that's, that, yes that's a that's a danger this this world is that you can't you can't get away from the things you can actually touch and feel and i'm really concerned that 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 there's a push to this um it does make me wonder if people behind that push know something about what's going to happen with this world i don't know it's pretty frightening but yes man is hoping to mesh with machine eventually and that's when ai and you know we get all deep into that um, but, uh, in my opinion, I'm not sure if I would, uh, want to live forever. Ooh. You or know, maybe I a, do. A, yeah. Who knows? I, you know, I, I, I really don't, I don't think I would. I don't, you know, to, I mean, to the point of, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how hard I would fight against my own death. Let's say I had cancer or some other disease that I don't know how intensely I would try to fight it. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I've. I've seen, I, I can leave my body, I can get up right now and walk out of my body and enter into the other worlds. I know that there's nothing to be afraid of. I know exactly what's going to happen and I know how to take control of it. So the, so the death of this body doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't deter you in any way. No, <laughs> no. Understood. No. It's, you know, and that, I'll, I'll, that, that's honestly, uh, I think the result of, of having worked necromancy for the last two years, um, I really avoided necromancy for most of my life. It was, it was kind of a little dark thing in the corner. I didn't want to really pay attention to. Um, but uh, but then when I really started working with necromancy, I've gotten to the point. I've got a, a skeleton hung up on the wall here, and and uh, I've got a whole death altar that I meditate on daily. 
and and every day I, I I'll kneel, I'll light some candles, and I specifically imagine myself dead or on my deathbed or or at my own funeral in my coffin, hearing people talking about me and and hearing what the last words they might have are, and actually feeling that that moment of my own death and just embracing that just day after day, and 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 it does. Every time when I come out of it, it's it, it's I, I feel like I have I've got a an intense acceptance. Of, you know, okay, well I've I've faced that. If that's if that's what happens to me today, that's okay. But there's also on the flip side of that coin an intense gratitude every day. Like I'm still here, and I I, I really had I went through a pretty heavy uh, uh, depression right after getting shut down from social media. I felt like the world was rejecting me. And oh my! I didn't, I didn't you know, know that. Oh yeah, yeah, you know it did. You know it got it, it did get really intense. I mean, and and, and I did uh, I did myself a favor of taking three months off of work. I just got with my business partner. I'm like, you know, I'll I'll fulfill consultations and but but I I gotta just tap out. And uh, and so for about three months, I uh, I just had to realign myself with what my life is about. I started learning, teaching myself how to play bass guitar. Just started finding things that in life that were enjoyable. Made some friends because I I had been so invested in work that I had let all of my friendships die. And so I went and made some good friends. That and, happens. And, that that tends to happen. You know, it really screws up relationships. You know, even doing a show like this um, ruins relationships because you're you're so focused and everyone is um, kind of pushed away. Yeah, 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 and especially where that focus is in your own mind, and so that's the thing you want to talk to people about, or you want to, you know, that that you kind of. You, you, everybody else is just talking about nonsense compared to the things that are going on in my mind often. So, well, hold on, hold that thought. Um, since you know you're talking about necromancy, and you know you're spending all this time, obviously, you know the dead are are are, are like uh, almost like if they're uh, on Twitter, you know, they're they're in your ear. There's all these uh, spirits around. I mean, what what else is there to do except to talk to each other in the afterworld? So um, that that must annoy you as well, hearing uh, all these uh, all this chatter going on. <laughs> so well, so so uh, at first you've got to uh, at first you've got to wrangle it. I, I've got a lot of um, so 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 I do a lot of cleansings in in my home and, and and banishings and sage smudging and stuff like that. Right. So so anything that's not anything that's not intentionally bound to an object like an idol i've got i've got different plastic masks on the wall so a little fun thing for people at home if you if you get a plastic mask and uh and glue or tape some obsidian to the back of the eyes hanging on the wall that mask is going to be a home to spirits and so spirits are going to come through that and just like you say start talking to you Ooh. so so i do have i do have portals for things like that that, that the spirits can come talk to me and um I'll, you know, at first, almost every time, for some reason, they're, they're really nasty. They're really, uh, um, they, they, you know, I don't know. They, 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 they kind of try to taunt you uh, at first. And so, uh, so really, the, what, what I'll do is I'll just come in here and light some candles and just sit with them. And I'll let them kind of go for them. And it's almost like you let the kid have the t tantrum. And then once it's out of energy, then you kind of say, okay, that's not going to be tolerated anymore. And, and so you basically just have that kind of grown-up conversation with the spirits and they do come to respect you but but there you do have to let let them go through the moment it's the exact same thing i know this is probably going to sound far out for most people but this is the exact same thing that you get when you first start calling demons that the first demon that comes up in front of you it does challenge you and, and try to confront you and and the the key to, to to all of these is 
Don't fall for the bait. Don't let yourself get baited into anger or emotion. Just calmly let them do their thing. Let them let them uh, rail and get their energy out. And once they've done that, then you just assert your will calmly with with respect, but with authority. Ah, I see. You just take control after um, they they waste all their energy right away. Yeah, yeah, you've got to you've got to let them hold the you, you've got to hold the space for for them, and that's that's one of the, the the most important things for sure is just hold the space for them, and you know it. it um, I will I will get a a lot of uh, if I pass by cemeteries or whatever. Sometimes I'll have a, a wandering you know spirit voice that'll pop out oh. to me, or or I'll see a full on visualization. I was you know walking out of the cemetery at one point and. Uh, I felt a, a gust of wind kind of from behind me and I looked behind and, and, and for just a split second saw a woman uh, in the air as if she was flying, but she was, she was holding still, just her body was like being pushed back by, by wind and she was flying towards me and uh, it was just a split second and then it disappeared and it was, uh, it was as, as real as day for sure. You uh, seem to be a medium of sorts. <laughs> yeah, I seem to be. I seem to be. Pretty wild. Um, by the way, Eric, did any of these uh, news outlets ever ask you for any comment, by the way? Yes. Okay. So, so great question. Yes, right away they did. Um, about, uh, uh, it was like three days, I think, before they were going to release this report. I got an email from the author from the BBC, from the, the so-called journalist, saying that, uh, uh, you know, here, here's the things we're accusing you of. Do you have any comment? Mm. And I looked okay. at that and summarized it. And went, okay, this is—they're um, not—they're—they're they're not interested in my point of view. They've already uh, determined what the what the outcome. They already painted is. you in in such a light already, is what mm -hmm. you're saying. I see. You know, because that, that that really, I I had that that kind of thought of, of going. Uh, I wish I could just go to these people, go find out their home addresses, and go sit down with them and talk to them because they're wrong. And then it occurred to me, they don't. They don't care. They don't. They're not looking for the story. They're not looking for the truth. They're, they're not looking for the truth. They're looking for the story. They're just looking for, and specifically, they're looking for a sensational thing mm, they yes. can use. And and the so there there is a really when I when I say that we're in we're we're really I think just entering into a satanic panic two point satanic panic two point right. Yeah, it's it, it that this is one part of it. Another part is every single um, black magician, white magician, which everybody that I know that is any anyhow associated with magic is being throttled on YouTube, either kicked off or their accounts are being black. Uh, what do they call it? Shadow banned. Shadow banned. Yeah. That that yeah. That and 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 then seeing it outside of this community, it. The UFO community is experiencing something very similar that just about every community you look into that's communities of free thinkers, people who are asking questions, they're being shut down. Um, and I think this is, first off, I, I think there's a general wave of tyranny that we that we're seeing. I mean, we, we all lived through COVID and uh, and saw everybody was taking notes on what was happening through that social experiment. And I, I think we're just seeing the beginning. Yeah, we're just and, barely seeing that happen. Uh, we're, we're living the the fruits of its labor, no doubt. Yeah. No, I, I, I as I started seeing, there's now in the UK there are specific divisions that are that are uh, going to be investigating satanic and occult crimes. So more or less, the United Kingdom is now going to have witch hunters wow. that, are, that are working for the police. That's crazy. Yeah, and, and so I started looking at uh, you know what's going on on the global scale. Why, why? Why is this a problem? And so I looked at uh, where, where it's always been a problem is is Iran. 
and they're they're very uh, they're very vocal about their 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 uh, rejection of of Satanism and witchcraft, and with that they gave me a lot of really good information. the The biggest piece is that the reason that witchcraft is illegal is because it gives people hope of their own destiny. That that you shouldn't have a hope for your own destiny. You shouldn't have any control over that. That's for the state and for God to decide. That's not for you. And that's what black magic actually does. It, that at, at its core, I believe that it does give you the power to take control of your own destiny. But even if it didn't, the very hope that you can control your destiny is forbidden by these forces. Right. No doubt. And furthermore, if someone is caught murdering, murdering someone and there was a Bible nearby, does that mean that God is responsible? Yeah, no, it doesn't. One, you know, here's if <laughs> if this fellow had actually read my my uh, grimoire of Lucifuge, in which I do lay out how to make a pact to Lucifuge, I say very clearly in that: do not harm the innocent, do not harm anyone else, and 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 very, I made it very very clear in there. He would also have the instructions of not asking for for stupid stuff in his pact. Um, so he didn't have he didn't even have a book nearby him. He had nothing nothing even close to. A connection at all and um according to this article it says in october 2017 daniel then aged 15 was referred to the government's counter extremism program uh prevention or some some shit like that so obviously he was already troubled um way before any of this uh, got into his head well and okay so here's here's the fun little thing to to jump into the conspiracy hole a little bit uh isn't it really interesting how all these mass shooters and these killers have already had contact with authorities? It's a, it's a bit of a strange pattern. The authorities already know uh, so much about you, yet they uh, don't do anything to stop you uh, to do anything, really. They just have you on the list, but it's like, well, who cares? We don't have enough resources to uh, follow you around, but we do have a record on everything about you. It's well, kind of strange, well, I mean, right? And that, I, think, I think that take is even more benevolent than I would say. That they see a fellow like this, Hussein, they say it's just a matter of time before he does this. If there's not a if there's not a killing, what are the police out there for? If there's not a good rape, what are the police out there for? Go ahead and let him let him do his thing. In fact, encourage him. We saw what was happening with the Whitmer uh, the Whitmer case. That, right. uh, that the federal government is there egging on and encouraging people to commit crimes to justify their own existence. Absolutely, and the FBI has been known to do this. Uh, that's what they sort of do. If you uh, look it up, I mean, they did that to a pizza guy once, you know, they were trying to get him to uh, commit suicide and uh, blow people up. And the fact that he didn't do it, he didn't uh, comply. He actually got arrested for it. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, examples of the feds doing these sort of things. But again, going back uh, to uh, this guy, Daniel, he apparently considered him himself an Aryan, by the way, and was considered an extreme right winger and uh, i couldn't Wait, find I, anything so, in that article so, that would prove so this it. is a this is a funny thing though daniel hussein daniel hussein this, yeah daniel hussein uh and, and i've seen pictures of this kid but he's an Aryan. well he considers himself an Aryan. yeah <laughs> no nobody else in the world would consider him an Aryan. Well, I mean, that's the same way I see uh, people that say they identify as a cat and or whatever. Yeah, no, that's uh, no different. But 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 you know, so so so, <laughs> but you just you but you just hit on something really interesting though. 
So I hired myself a PR team and I hired myself some lawyers and I was going to sue the BBC. turns out that's almost impossible to do mm. unless you've got Johnny Depp money. Mm. And I do not. <laughs> and so You don't own so, an island, unfortunately. No, I don't. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Soon. Still working on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in the meantime, I just hired myself a meager uh, regular law yeah. firm and, uh, and uh, okay. had, had several consultations with them. They looked into the case. They looked into the articles and, um, and they said, okay. Because I was coming at it from, you know, the, the, this is religious persecution. This is, you know, uh, this is a, a witch burning. And, and uh, he said, no, 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 you're, you're not seeing it right. You think this is religious. It's not. It's political. Mm. Know, what do you mean? I'm, I'm not political. I'm an anarchist. I don't care about the, the sides. And he goes, no, no, no. There's, they're, they're not just saying that you're a Satanist and that this guy's a Satanist. They're trying to connect you to, to neo-Nazism and that's what it all. Oh, that's what it was. So the, the person who wrote this already... Is probably someone that leans left and headed out for the mm -hmm. yeah the opposing side. I, I get it now. And by the way, I'm not affiliated uh, to any political group. I, I'm not someone who's on the left or on the right. You know, I, I call them all out. Yeah, but I'm, I neither am I. I so I vote in uh, I vote in every election that I can vote in, and I write in no confidence everywhere I can write in no confidence, um, just to let them know. We're, we don't have confidence in you. We know it's a game. We know it's a rig. But um, but I'm going to be honest with you. If Donald Trump runs again, I think I'm going to vote for him just to see how how much weirder things can get. Because um, that was really it's really entertaining to see how one person can stir the pot. So well, much. I don't disagree with you on that. <laughs> I always found him to be entertaining. I didn't really like him too much. I always saw him as sort of like this reality TV star. I I blame him for creating reality TV, though. It was <laughs> yeah. always Donald Trump, uh, the, the reality star. That, that's the way I've always envisioned him, basically. But uh, I don't hate the guy. I've always been entertained by him. And I've always said, you know, that's someone that I would drink a beer with. Um, would I be drinking a beer with, with Biden? Probably not. But would I smoke a crack with Hunter Biden? Probably. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and, and that, that I'm going to say is that poor guy, <laughs> that poor guy, Hunter Biden, Oof. he's, uh, I, you know, just in, I, and I haven't gone looking for things, but just in passing, seeing some of the video and, and it's like, believe this poor guy alone. He's just trying to smoke some crack in the bathtub for hell's sake. Yeah. He just, he's just smoking crack folks. Yeah, right. Leave them alone. Because <laughs> if if y'all haven't smoked crack in a sauna, I really recommend it. But you know, in countries where that's legal, right? It's unfortunate, though. I mean, I, I always said this. You know, if he was actually running for president, people would actually vote for him. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. One, well, and, and that's that is the um. So so the the leaders that, that that come to represent us are basically projections of the mass consciousness. And, and, and so the, uh, all of our consciousness comes together and puts into a body, the person who's going to represent us. And so we look at the figures that we've had and that, that's a really intense commentary on, on the public. Right. You know, and, that's a reflection. And, yeah. And, and the fact, you know, I think the, the, the fun thing with Donald Trump is, is he is a complete clown and and for a complete clown to get in that stage, it does show we're being ruled by clowns. I agree. I'm not going to deny that at all. It's been entertaining um, when he was around, and I definitely do miss him being the president, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's entertaining. Well, and, and and this is so. This is the sad fact of it, though. Is is uh, there there was a time when the president was somebody that was admired, someone that, that was that a he, respectable. 
Yeah, he came on the radio and you sat and you wanted you got your whole family around because you wanted to hear what he had to say. And uh, and those times of I've not experienced that in my life. Or are they all actors? I mean, they say JFK was the last uh, real president we've ever had. I, yeah, I could believe that. Well, you know, so okay, let's uh, let's jump on this this little fun fun thing. JFK, uh, there seemed to be what what looked very much like a coup when JFK was assassinated. The one one power party took over through through killing the president and 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 took over power at that point. And 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 it's not Republican versus Democrat. It's whoever controls both of those then assumed power. Now. Right now, we have something that's really interesting that's another sign of a similar type of turning with, um, with the names of places being changed, statues being torn down. History this being only, rewritten, yeah. Mm-hmm. This only happens in history. This only happens when one empire topples another. And so in the background, one empire is toppling another at this very moment. That's exactly what's going on. That's why I always beg the question, how will history remember this point in time? Um, I, I'm not really sure how the historians are going to write about it, but it sure will be entertaining. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. And by the way, for the record, I personally don't think you should be held responsible for someone else's actions, by the way, Eric. Oh, thank you. You know, so neither does – I appreciate that. Neither does any any rational person. Neither does an actual court. I mean, Daniel Hussein pled guilty. He was found guilty. He's now doing, you know, I guess 35 meager years for for being guilty of doing this. I had nothing to do with that, and no court has found otherwise. You know, I've uh, – so, so what was interesting was um, when the news circulated – because I had friends in Germany and in Italy that were calling me up saying, hey, but I just saw you on the local news. Oh, I was my. Like, oh, wow. That's 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 nuts. Yeah. But then it started then it started happening here, um, mm. where uh, I guess Fox News came to my door, oh, knocked shit. on my door when I wasn't home, and uh, said, "Oh well, you know, he said he was wanted to to to, to be open, but he's not here." Um, but uh, they actually called the uh, police department, the local sheriffs, and uh, and laid out their case and said, "Here's this," and the sheriff's response that they actually published in their in their uh, video was there's no crime here for us to get involved. Mm. This person would have to have done something illegal. And it's like, okay, that, that 100% there it is. Not that, that, uh, that the only person that the only people that have, have, have stretched this to be, to make it sound like what they wanted it to sound like were people that had an agenda. It was the BBC. The, well, you know, and, and so, well, and, and again, that's what I thought at first. It's the BBC. They've gone wild. But the fact that the article was paid for, uh, yeah, there's again, a little bit more. Yeah, arms. I yeah. mean, it is the BBC, but there's also um, who's paying for this thing as well. Yeah, that's yeah. really the and, and you know, and there the are factor. a lot of coalitions that are forming in the UK and the US that are that are trying to make an active link between uh, Satanism and, and the occult and uh, neo-Nazism. Because if they do that, then they can say that anybody who's practicing alternative religion is then a Nazi and, and a terrorist. So, so that's the link to the point of that, that, that one of the groups that they're really concerned of, group that I had come to – I came across their works. This is the Temple of Blood. They're a, a satanic group that's actually – they are involved in terrorism or they promote terrorism. I came across their stuff on the internet, looked at it, went, okay, well, that's 
that's craziness and looked the other way when kept kept walking down the road but i became aware of them turns out that they were being funded completely by the, the fbi that the fbi was actually funding their publishing house they were putting the main guy in charge of running a neo-nazi vampire satanic cult no in order to in order to make all these connections and that that guy's just a dude that's just chilling at home smoking his bong collecting thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars from the fbi to run this uh, operation okay this is there is an absolute effort being made to uh to, to link um to link up anybody who's practicing occultism with something neo-nazi or terroristic there is a really strong push right now to identify people as being white nationalists or having you know some engagement with white pride that really have not, they, they you know tried to put that on uh, um alex jones as well and so so that's that's not a really surprising tactic at this point but i think for the most part it does just need to be ignored uh you know i think to, to kind of wrap up one of my biggest takeaways from my shutdown is um it it does it did force me and it should force you to take a step outside of the virtual world and re-engage with the real world because this is where it's all happening this is where i can actually come and make a value in people's lives and make money from making that value have the benefit and joy of actually experiencing things in the real world versus the misery of scrolling through facebook yes a uh, good point there and um Yes, the the group you were linked to was a neo-Nazi group, Order of Nine Angels. They're saying, yeah, yeah. In order, Order of Nine Angel is in Order of Nine Angles. Um, is uh, a, they started out as a, as a satanic group, and then you know over time they started putting out more and more uh, neo-Nazi stuff. And I've got no link to those guys other than again just seeing their information online, reading reading their manuscripts online, uh, just just. Like I was with everything, reading every Catholic exorcism manuscript I could get, every every single piece of information. So read it, I read probably every single thing that they've ever written and didn't find much of it that was very useful. And so just went on my way again down the road to, to more interesting things. So I actually never had any involvement with the Order of Nine Angles. They just happened to be a satanic group. That everybody, everybody that uh, that that's actually read anything about Satanism on the internet has come across the Order of Nine Angles. And so they just made that leap because they could make it. Understood. Well, there's so much to talk about here, Eric, but um, we're going to have to uh, wrap it up here, unfortunately. But again, yeah. thank you so much for being a part of the program. We will do it again um, very shortly. I will definitely bring you back on here. We'll do part two of this. Absolutely. Sounds great, Michael. Thank you so much. Um, anything to plug before I cut you loose? You know, everybody can just go check out my website at becomealivinggod.com. And, you know, I've got all my books, video courses, free newsletters and articles that you can uh, check out. You can also check me out on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E. -E. So Odyssey uh, at EA Coetting. I do a weekly uh, live chat on Wednesdays that you can tune in for. Pop in the chat, ask me any question you want, and uh, we'll just have a conversation there. Very nice. Once again, thank you so much for being a part of the program. We'll do it again, Eric. Take care. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good night, my friend. I really hate to cut that interview short, but it wasn't my fault. Time was against us here, folks. And, you know, I apologize. I really did want to go over the time limit here, but we were very pretty much hard pressed on time. We were pretty much hard pressed on time. And I apologize for that. There's so many points that Eric brought up or Mr. E.A. Coetting, as I like to refer to him as. Many points that he mentioned that I really wanted to get into it with him, but 
the lack of time just really screwed up this whole thing. Unfortunately, that's the way it goes, but he will return. And man, there were so many different questions I forgot to ask. Like, where did he obtain this information about sacrifice? And uh, some of the books he's written about, he does talk about sacrifice. So I was just kind of wondering where he, you know, might have uh, obtained this sort of information. And yes, modern day sacrifice still exists to this day. It may not be out in the open, but it certainly does happen in modern times. And, you know, I did want to know his relationship with the Dark Lord, Satan. And how did he develop this uh, relationship with Satan, as they say? I want to know if he would recommend your relationship with Satan, if he finds that beneficial. Is there another satanic panic on the rise? You remember, QAnon talked about uh, Satanism and blood rituals. You remember all that? Was QAnon line? I would say a lot of it is uh, nonsense, but there is some truth mixed in there. And that's what a good PSYOP is all about. A mixture of religion and Satanism and blood rituals and child trafficking and whatnot. Pretty wild stuff. Eric touched upon some interesting points. I wish I could have got into it with him, but of course, as I talked about Operation Mockingbird by the CIA, you know what they were all about. We'll do more shows during the week, and they'll be live. We'll do more live shows during the week for you coming up here. By the way, ever since that Michael Aquino interview, the very first time he was on the show, people were accusing me of this and that and the other. Accusing me of being a fad. Accusing me of uh, worshipping the devil. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth, folks. I don't know why uh, people go to that right away, but what can you do? People are going to have their own interpretation of you no matter what. And it's never bothered me. You know, you could think anything you want about me. It's all good. It's all fun and fair, in my opinion. As soon as this little red light goes on, it's open season on uh, anything, really. Including myself. I mean, it's all good. I get it. If you'd like and want more bonus material, please go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. Or if you want a merchandise, we do sell merchandise. Go to michaeldeacon.com slash shop. And that's where you'll find it. My goodness, that was fantastic. We will definitely have to do it again. I apologize for keeping this one short, but time is not on our sides, my friends. We were here for a good time, not a long time. Once again, thank you for being you. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night. <laughs>